And it is a pleasure to have you on this bonus episode of Transform Your Workplace. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me, Brandon. I love having these conversations with you. It's really exciting. We have been doing this Healthiest Employers Awards program since 2010. And it's through the Portland Business Journal. There's locations all over the country in the United States that can participate this in their city as well. But we've been doing this since they started it in 2010. And we've won an award every year. We've been in the top 10. They have these categories of small, medium, and large businesses. And we're always in the small category. And I don't think we've ever gotten higher than five. But this year, we got number two in 2022. Were you shocked by that? I was so, I was really surprised because we've really hovered between nine and I think actually six was the highest. We always seem to be somewhere between nine and six and like seven, <laughs> eight, nine. And I was like, oh, come on, we got to yeah, break right? through to the top five. And I was with one of our colleagues, Al, and they kept, they start from 10 and they work their way up. And yeah. so we got past <laughs> six and he looks over at me at the table and says, we're in the top five. <laughs> 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 and then kept going. And I was like, number two. Okay, now we got to go for it. We got to get number one. I love it. Why do you think we got number two this year as opposed to other? I think we've done a really good job of taking care of our employees and being there for them through the pandemic, especially. So it could be that aspect. Susie Weir, our VP of People and Culture, has just been really intentional about making sure that as we brought people back to work, that we were really mindful of some of the challenges that people were going to be facing. It was new normal again. And there's so many factors to keep in mind. What's right for our employees and putting people first is always how we approach it. I think that really came through in the scoring. Yeah, I think over the last couple of years, obviously with the pandemic, it's been even more challenging. So the I appreciate as an employee, somebody who is on our wellness committee as well, mm-hmm. that we put a lot of emphasis on all aspects of health. Yeah. Especially yeah. mental health, well-being, physical, yeah. all that. I think we did some training sessions through our EAP. We have a lot of folks that support people. That's what we do. And compassion fatigue is even more intensified for those who are dealing with folks with mental health issues, workplace issues, whatever it may be, everything's intensified over these last two years. And so the EAP canopy was amazing in helping us. We did some intentional trainings for our team members, and that was really helpful. We were very thoughtful about returning to work and what that (laughs) impact was going to have. And I think that is part of the wellness initiatives of making sure that we don't just say, okay, time to get back to hybrid is really where we landed and where we'll continue to land. But I, I just think that these changes are things that our universe has never gone through before. And we have to be really cognizant of how it affects people in the human part of that. And I think that makes a difference. If you look back to all those years ago when we created a wellness program, why did you decide to offer a wellness program to your company? I think first and foremost, we know that people who are healthy are happy. And we know Isn't that- Isn't that the truth? <laughs> it, it is. And it's a tenant of my own. I love to be healthy. I'm a runner. I perfect health, but I like you know, I like to have my treats and my sugar and that kind of thing. Of but I know I feel better when I run each day and when I take care of myself and I eat right. And I think you get better engagement from people, better performance from people, but it's also just nicer to be around folks who are happy and healthy people generally are happy. We also wanted to create an environment where we 
do right by our employees. We might be the reason why someone makes a change in their life. Yeah, better. And this wellness program, we have per, it's all volunteer, voluntary, but we have parameters in it that keep people looking at their healthcare. So the biometric screen that we do every year is I track mine now. I have a benchmark year over Same. year, and I know yeah. where I'm going up and down, and it helps monitor and regulate my own behaviors. And I think that if we can help some in a worst case scenario, Brandon, we might be able to help save someone's life if we can identify 100%. a chronic illness. Because most people, I myself, I'm a dude that doesn't like going to the doctor. And oftentimes it's just an awareness thing. So if you don't have a benchmark where you're at from cholesterol or blood sugar, whatever it may be, you have no awareness. So having a wellness program like this in place gives you the the awareness factor. And yeah. it, you're right, it could, it's drastic, but you could save somebody's life if they just never went to the doctor, but they had to be part of this program and yep. we and offered this like, for free. I had no idea. And then they can change their lifestyle. They can get right. in with somebody who can help them with that. We do a lot of walking challenges as you, so that is right both now. a team building and we're in one right now. We just started yesterday. It's team building. I get my family involved. So I'm like, okay, we're going for a walk tonight. I got to get my steps in. So I think there's this like to me, it's a little bit of what are we doing right by the universe by putting these things out there? And it's not a lot of effort. As you're on the committee with me, we have some consistent criteria that people need to meet to, to be in our wellness program. And Zenium has 90 plus percent participation. So I'm really proud of that. That's incredible. If you look at it, put on your HR hat and your mm -hmm. president hat at the same time and an owner hat, <laughs> do you believe... <laughs> employers should be responsible? Like just philosophically, mm -hmm. do you think employers should be responsible for the wellness of their employees? Or should I, it be a paired approach where? Yeah, I think, but I think the latter, I think we have to be a part of it. And we have an opportunity because we run programs for our employees. It's our culture, it's our workplace. I do feel accountable to making sure that we have a healthy and safe workplace that encourages people to be their best. I also think there's some individual responsibility too. So our program, you they do have criteria they have to meet. So there's points that they have to get and there's lots of ways to get them. We make it really accessible, but you have to go get a preventative appointment, one at least per year as mm -hmm. part of the program. And I think that is the individual responsibility component. So it is, I think, a blend of both. What do employees say about the program? Over the years, I'm sure you've had anecdotal feedback. Oh, yeah. 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 Most people really love it. I think some people are worried about it because they're like, oh, this looks like a lot of work and I'm, I have a busy job and a busy family. I don't want to track things. But our website that we have built for it is pretty easy to get in once you figure out where to click and where to go. It really is just minute to do some things. And like one of the things we did was we said, if you get a COVID vaccine, you get a hundred points towards mm -hmm. your activity. And if you take a financial planning class, you get a a hundred right. points. So we really made it very holistic so that people who maybe weren't walkers or people who want to do that kind of exercise could find healthy ways in other areas. And I think that's what's made a difference. Some people, I think people like that they have choices. So that's been good. Some people just don't want to do it. And that's right. okay too. We've made it completely voluntary, but we've actually attached a premium incentive. So people get more of their premium paid for if they do these voluntary things. And I think that has been a really big part of why people participate. I think what would make any program successful in any organization is the accessibility factor. So if you were just doing running challenges all the time or whatever, 
not everybody runs and not everybody is physically capable of doing that. So I love the fact that we've got wellness options across the spectrum. You've got physical, you've got financial, you've got mental well-being, yeah. you've got just regular medical stuff. Just check up and yeah. making sure you're going to the doctor and doing the stuff regularly so you're, you're aware of where you're at. Yeah, we tried to build it. We actually had some help from another company who had built one and we fashioned it after some of the yeah. things that they had built because we wanted different components. We didn't want just walking challenges or things like that. We wanted to have a really a robust, but but accessible and not really hard to meet. And then as you know, being on the committee, we've actually done some accelerators. So the people who easily get their points and easily kick off their criteria, they're gonna be put into a drawing to win even bigger awards because they're doing the extra work. So that I think is important too, to have the stretch goals in there and not just the minimum requirements. Cause everybody's coming at this from a very different perspective. If somebody's listening, watching this, however they're consuming this right now, if they're like, I want to be a healthiest employer too, I just don't even know what it takes. What would you say are maybe the top three things that an employer would need to create a, a successful wellness program or just inject certain things mm -hmm. throughout work that would help their employees get healthier? Yeah. So top three things I would say most important, having that biometric screen be a part of the criteria is critical because that is, I think, the thing that moves the needle. Yeah. And it's a little bit of expense and the company pays for totally. it, Millennium pays for this, but it really is the game changer for people to track year over year their numbers. So knowing your numbers is the term. So I think biometric screen is critical. I think one of our successes has been that we have given an incentive in the premium contribution if you participate. So if I know it's worth money to me in my check, if I do these simple things, and oh, by the way, it's also healthy for me, to me, no brainer. I'm going to do it because I've always feel like if I can't do these simple little things, then that's just crazy. So I think the premium incentive is the second thing that's really important. The third thing I would tell you, and I think Zenium does a really great job on this, is the culture of bringing people together, bringing the mm -hmm. team together and doing activities is also, it has a win-win. One, it solves the wellness program requirements. But the second thing is the culture of being with your colleagues and doing fun, healthy things together. Yeah. And part of, we know as humans that when we have incentives to be accountable to each other, like, oh, I got to get my steps in because Brandon's yep. on my team and I don't want to <laughs> let him down by doing right. nothing today. So it, it works for me, that accountability to other people. And then it, I think it brings people together from different departments too. So there's a cross company benefit from it. I think there's a lot of different ways to do the social aspect like you're describing. And I'm glad you brought that up because I think the best times that we've had is when we're like challenging each other, holding each other accountable. Like yesterday I had a string of meetings and I'm like, I need to get outside. Yeah. It was 90 degrees, but I posted on Instagram, a video of myself walking. I'm like, it's 90 degrees out, but I'm getting my steps in and I'm hoping to encourage other people yes. doing it that way. But I could see people doing it through like a company intranet or a yeah. Slack or Teams channel or something like that, where they're just like taking a picture of themselves, riding a bike or taking a walk or do, doing something that's wellness oriented to try to encourage others. And I, that to me, when you do stuff like that, that's when it really takes hold in the culture and it becomes integrated. I agree. And it's motivating to see other people doing that. That would totally motivate me to see your quick video clip. I'm getting out there too. You got to hang out on Instagram a little bit longer. 
in our website, we use Catapult is our wellness program. They've yeah. done a great job for us. They have some chat capabilities inside the wellness challenges. So we can actually do some chatting it up with each other to say, hey, let's get out there. I'm going to get 10,000 steps today. And that's been a nice component as well. The other thing, Brandon, I would just tout that I'm really proud of, and I think it's helped us win this award each year is that we have made a commitment many years ago, 15, 20 years ago, to pay for a quarterly massage for each of our employees. Yes. And we've been working with the same massage therapist who's part of our family now. And people, when they come to work for us, they're like, really? I get a one hour massage every quarter just because I work here? And the answer is yes, because we know it helps with your healthiness, your happiness. And it's just a nice extra benefit that's a little bit different than people are used to. Yeah. If you look out into the future as wellness, maybe wellness doesn't change, but people might change. The needs always are changing this because in HR and the perks and benefits and comp, it's just always evolving and you got to have your pulse on it. If you were just to project or forecast where wellness might go, what sort of things would you might look to add, subtract, change? Oh, that's a great question. And you and I and the rest of the wellness committee needs to tackle this because we've had a pretty consistent program for many years now. And I do think you have to change it up in order to keep it fresh. I think we have to tackle hybrid and remote workforce. How can we make it really easy for people who are working from home? Because that's just a new normal that's not going to go away. And really, how do we keep people together because they're apart? You've been a part of some great things that we did early on during the pandemic. Well, if those hybrid components are going to be with us for the long haul, we need to do more of that to bring people together for collaboration. I think yeah. you could build some wellness crate components into that, give people points for I don't know, maybe some more of that in-person collaboration and encouraging that so that you get the best of both. Worlds. My guest today has been Ann Donovan. She's the president of Zenium. And it was a pleasure having you on. Anything that you'd want to say in parting to anybody listening? Just that I'm really proud of my team for always being a part of our wellness program, helping us be and earn this award every year. It's a huge source of pride for me. It's a big part of our culture. It's why I've been on the wellness committee from the beginning. So I, I really invest my own personal time in, and I believe in it. And I'm proud of people like you, Brandon, who've been on the wellness committee with me through many years. Happy that we got number two, and we're going to go for number one. Let's do it. Thanks, Anne. Cool. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you.